Oh, you're recording now. Well, you're editing this, right? <laughs> uh, nope, I wasn't planning on it, but okay. Oh, hey, well, <laughs> you could just leave this all in there. Yeah, leave this off for 10 seconds of an intro. And cue intro music. We don't have intro music. Welcome to Netflix. That's the... my favorite part of doing this. Welcome to Netflix. Next Netflix, Netflix thing. <laughs> We're not affiliated with the streaming service. We're gonna get that you can and cannot prove that we've chosen our name. Although, if you want to, uh, if you want to sponsor us, Netflix. send us a check. Here's our address in the in the description. Okay, <laughs> we got a lot to talk about. We do. So we have to do this fast. We gotta get. We gotta just dive into it. How are you doing? I'm pretty good, man. How are you? I'm doing well. I it looked is... before we started recording, and uh, eight people have listened to our last episode. No which way. Which is great. You know what? I appreciate those eight people. If you're listening again. If Thank you're you. one of the eight people, you win the non-existent prize for the day. Yeah, right. Which is Thank a cup you, of cider. Guys. If you find my apartment, I'll make you a cup of cider. Yeah, eight people, man. That's awesome. So we are drinking cider when it's like 85 degrees outside. 88. 88 degrees. Um, got an Apple Watch. It's all fancy here. <laughs> and uh, we're, we're going to talk today about Avengers Infinity Wars. Braden's Infinity War. His turn to pick, and he, and he picked Infinity War. This might be the film I was most excited about coming out. Absolutely. I've been waiting for this since 2010, 11? Since they released it, was, this all was going to happen. Oh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, since the first Iron Man movie. It's been the works for a long time. This was um, the natural progression of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Yeah, yeah. Actually, I read an article saying, fact check me, eight listeners, if this is wrong. <laughs> but um, I read an article saying like how Marvel planned this was they uh, they rented a house and like, New Mexico or Arizona or something like the head studio executive story writers or whatever and they just like 10 years ago and they just hung out and talked for like a week or so about like what could happen that's and pretty that's, incredible and that's like where this was born that's like the, the old story of Pixar they played all the films yeah. the week after Toy Story came out they were like in a shop for the Pixar and they like in a shop and just drew it out on like a nap yeah they had like eight films that they pre-scripted yeah. that day ridiculous it was it's pretty cool so so we're going to jump into it because we got a lot of stuff to cover here. We have a lot to talk so, about and not a lot to do it. No. So, Braden, kick us off, man. Okay. So, the first thing I wrote down, besides that I was most excited about this film, is that the film starts very quiet. Because yeah. most Marvel movies start like big music or loud, yeah. loud events <clears throat> happening. But this film, it starts with silence mm -hmm. and then a distress call, mm -hmm. which, fun fact... Uh, Kenneth Branagh is doing that voice, the director for the first four Thor movie. No way. Yeah, he's the distress call. Okay. Uh, they, have, they have most of the directors on as producers. John Favreau's producer of this cool. one, I believe. Um, I mean, that makes sense, though. Who was it that did, go, did Guardians? Well, um, yeah. who was that? Gosh, are we Which not allowed one? to say his name now? No, I I don't care. It's the same one for both of them. Yeah. Was it going to be for the third one too? James Gunn. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he was on a producer of this film. Yeah, Stan Lee was a producer of this film. Of course, of course, of course. <clears throat> so uh, that was cool. It did start out in silence, which is a lot different. Yeah, it starts. We see the Asgardian ship. Yeah, has been destroyed basically. Yeah, almost everyone on it is dead. Yep, and Thanos and his creepy band of misfits mm -hmm. are yeah, the killing the last of them. Yeah, yeah. Now they don't talk about this in the film, but the the, the directors have said that. Before they attack the ship, they let half of the Asgardians go. Yeah, that's what um, that's what I heard. Yeah, because that's Thanos' big thing. He kills half of the, half of the population. Yeah. Yep. Half of a race. Basically. Right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So there's another half of Asgard somewhere out there. Yep. Or a little. 
little less than half now that he's done the snap. Right. We'll get to that later. Quarter. Mm-hmm. Quarter. Exactly. Yeah, that's terrible. Uh, and the only people left on the ship mm-hmm. are Loki, yep. Thor, yep. Heimdall, yep. and Hulk. Heimdall's my favorite. Were you surprised by how little he was in the film? Um. Well, what do you mean? He's he's only in the film for like two minutes. Oh yeah, and then he's not. Yeah, because they kill him. That, yeah, but <laughs> I mean, yes. Was I sad about it? Yes. yes. I was surprised, especially considering how big of a role he had in Ragnarok. Yeah, especially how powerful he is. Yeah, and he just died. Pretty dramatic death, though. He yeah, saves Hulk's a... life. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And Thanos personally kills him. If Thanos personally kills you, you've done something. Yeah, you, you're yeah freaking powerful. <laughs> so, the, uh, Thanos knows that Loki has the power stone, the Tesseract. Yep. And he threatens to kill Thor, and Loki finally hands it over. And then uh, Loki does one of my favorite little speeches in the film. Thanos calls him Asgardian. Loki says, first of all, not Asgardian. Second of all, we have a Hulk. Yeah. And then Hulk comes out of nowhere. Gets a good few punches then. He does. Mm-hmm. Though Thanos clearly wins. Yeah, so Thanos can beat a Hulk. Well, and here's the thing. Hulk is not trained. Yeah. He's just big. Sure. And strong. And that was, they like, they show that Thanos knows how to fight. Hulk yeah. very much doesn't. Right. Hulk's just, but he's never needed to because. Yeah. This is the first time Hulk's lost a fight. Yeah. Because he's freaking, I mean, you could almost make an argument it was a stalemate between him and Thor. You could, I don't know. I think Thor was getting the upper hand when Hulk jumped from the ship. I would agree. And I guess he technically I'm... lost to Iron Man-ish. Hold up, man. I, I, don't, I know. don't know. Iron Man got lucky. He got lucky that Hulk got distracted. Exactly. That's it. So and Hulk also wasn't in his But in this movie, Hulk got handed to him. He would have died if Heimdall didn't get him out of there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I also wrote down, because uh, I wanted to see, I remember when watching this in the theater, I thought, this this first fight happens very quickly into the movie. Yeah. I timed it. It's five minutes into the movie. Okay. The fir- like Five minutes in, we get the two most powerful characters already fighting. Yeah. It sets the tone for the rest of the movie. Yeah. Sets a precedent. This film is going to be action-packed. Absolutely. Uh, I also wrote down that Josh Brolin is both intimidating and awesome. So, Josh Brolin, if you don't know, is the voice of Thanos. Oh, he's the actor, too. Yeah, he's he's all of it. Yeah, did the on um, And he's great. I think his adaption is phenomenal. Oh, it's perfect. Um, the voice... So, th- well... We're gonna talk about his character, I guess, maybe more later. So I don't know where to jump in with this. Let's thought. talk about it later when he's on Vormir, because that's okay. probably the best scene of, yeah, of yeah. Fort Thanos. Yeah. Uh, so here's something interesting. Loki, in two different occasions, mm-hmm. points out that he is not Asgardian. Yes. He tells Thanos, "I'm not Asgardian," and then later, in his like little speech at the end, he says he's the rightful king of Jotunheim. Yep. So I saw this theory online. That. We know from the second Thor movie, when someone dies, their magic dies with them. Mm-hmm. But when Loki supposedly dies at Thanos' hand, he doesn't change back to his Jotunheim form, which is his natural form. Oh my form. gosh, you're right. So maybe he's not dead. Again. Again, maybe he's not dead. I don't know how I feel about that. I mean, you're right, though. That's a really interesting point. That. <clears throat> oh my gosh. From a story standpoint... I think it's stronger that if he is dead, more powerful. Yeah. 
But I can also see the production company not wanting to kill their most popular character. I know. They're, well, I don't think their most pop villain. Oh, character? yeah. Anti-hero? Uh, yeah, I think at this point he's yeah. definitely, he's more of a hero. Yeah. Ragnarok, he really shaped up. Yeah, I agree with that. But, I mean, I think he, I think just the general populace, he might be the most popular character. Mm-hmm. Everyone loves Tom Hiddleston. That's true. <laughs> him and him and Iron Man and Spider-Man, how they are. That's pretty, fair. That's fair. It's a three-way tie. It's a three-way tie. Do you see they uh, for the 10th anniversary Marvel Studios released this these two posters of all their villains Everybody. and all their heroes? Yeah. And Loki is on both the villain and the hero poster. It's amazing. It's really funny. It's like they got all 80 actors together or something like that or uh, I mean not all at the same time. No, they did one where like all all really? of them together. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, there's a ridiculous amount of people in the cinematic universe now. Insane. There's 60 plus characters in this movie. It's yeah. a so okay. Let's let's keep going. Let's keep moving here. Right. So, did you have any notes for this opening scene? This so, fight on Asgardian ships. Well, you kind of freaking blew my mind with the idea of the, <laughs> Loki may not be dead. Yeah. Well, yeah, because I honestly was like, they finally did it. Finally killed him. I. They finally got him. Finally got Tom Hiddleston out of the picture. They finally did it, and and then you're like, he didn't turn blue. I'm like, well, dang it. So, oh, ah, any, just spilled cider. Dang, that's a. <laughs> You That's keep talking thing. while I grab a towel. <laughs> so, I'm not this out of the box. Oh, okay. You're just going to give this all in here. Okay. So, um, no. I actually, dude, you actually, no. I don't have many more notes than that. You okay. really went a little more in depth than that than I did. I I watched the film this morning. Yeah. And I had my notebook. I'm like, I have so much to say. Yeah, about I know. Okay. So, let's, let's, uh, let's go into the next scene. So, uh, Heimdall sends Hulk to Earth. Yep. Sends him crashing through Doctor Strange's house. Great scene. Yeah. I lost my pen while spilling my cider. Oh, you have. Thank you. There you go. <laughs> we know what we're doing. And Hulk has only one thing to say. Yeah. No, he's Banner now. Yep. And he just says, Thanos is coming. And he's terrified. He's terrified. But then the uh, Doctor Strange and his friend... <clears throat> I feel like they should know who Thanos is. Well, considering that Doctor Strange said he's compiled a list of Earth's greatest threats. You remember that? Yeah, and Loki's on that list. Yeah, and yeah. So You think he wouldn't know who Thanos is? You would assume that. I don't know. How 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 low under the radar is Thanos been flying? To be fair, I mean, he that tends would have to, to be kill pretty most darn, That'd be pretty darn low though. I mean Yeah. I would argue that Doctor Strange, well, is not maybe the most powerful. Uh, uh, I mean, he's powerful, but he's not the most powerful. Uh, but he's meticulous. Meticulous. He is meticulous. So, he, he takes his time. Yeah, so, you know, most powerful wizard, I should say. Um, I just tried to make sure that was the right word before I used <laughs> it, you know? Yeah. Um, is that the right word? Sorcerer. Sorcerer. Ma- the master of the mystic art. Master of the mystic art. Iron Man calls him a wizard, so we can call him a wizard. There you go. Dude, you're embarrassing me in front of the wizards. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So that scene was great. Um, Doctor Strange gets Iron Man. Gets Iron Man. Yes. Because even Doctor Strange knows Iron Man is Earth's best hope. Oh, for sure. Yeah. He Cap of... even says that later when Cap comes back. Yeah. So he appears in front of him and his new wife. Are they married? Wife. Okay, let's start. Let's check this. Let's take a tangent here. I thought they were either close to getting married, or like a wedding's been planned, or they were married. Well, it didn't feel clear. Thanos, oh, not Thanos. Thanos says congratulations. Sends him a send him a blender. 
Doctor yeah. Strange says congratulations on the wedding, but then later Iron Man says Wong's invited to his wedding. Yeah. So I think it's just coming up. Yeah, I, I think so. I can see that. I would invite Wong to my wedding if I wasn't already who, married. Who wouldn't? You should invite Wong to your wedding. I don't think he'll come, but I will try. You should try. You know, his, the actor's real name is Wong, too. That's amazing. Benedict Wong. Are you serious? Yeah. That's great. <laughs> you He's... should invite Benedict Wong to your wedding. Benedict Wong, if you're listening to this podcast. <laughs> you're one of the eight people. You can come. <laughs> also, I'm really sad that he wasn't in the film more, too. Yeah. Well, man, here's the thing. Let's make an overarching quick thing. Yeah. So many people. Too many people. Honestly, I th- okay, I think that they did a really cool thing in this film mm-hmm. where they had a lot of stuff going on, a lot of cast members going on. Mm-hmm. But they did a pretty decent job of giving everyone a little bit of time. They did. Uh, and Thanos has the most time. Have you seen the I breakdown? Like, of, like who has much? I haven't seen the breakdown. Thanos has the most time with 37 minutes? If considering this is a two and a half hour long movie, long time. Yeah. Well, I mean, I would think I was shocked at how low that is. Well, yeah, but if you also think about it, his he comes in in pieces. Really, he does. In the movie. He doesn't have any. But he's also got the most time. That's true. Everyone else is down like in the 20, 10, 15 minute range. That's a good point. That's a really good point, actually. Someone took the time to slice up. Every <laughs> time, every, wow, we they had to watch it sixty times. We gotta step up our game, or we could just do it our way, be exactly. lazy and and just make notes. I love it. Let the eight people who listen to us. You know what? Hey guys, <laughs> the eight people who listen to us, <laughs> do it. Follow us on Twitter. Twitter account coming soon. Uh, nine minutes into the film, yeah, Loki and Heimdall are dead. Mm-hmm. Iron Man is with Doctor Strange. Yep, everything is moving into place. And I wanted to take a minute here to kind of piece out the timeline a bit. Okay. Because this has all happened very quickly. It's been 10 it's years since Iron Man first revealed himself to the world. For sure. It's been six years since the first Avengers film. Okay. Three years since Age of Ultron. Yep. And only two years since Civil War. Okay, so they've been broken up for two years. Yes. Mm-hmm. It is shocking how much is happening in... Earth went to knowing nothing about aliens, not even knowing that there were aliens. To now, to now it's okay. It's no big deal. There's been like 18 alien attacks. Yeah, it's kind of insane. Global stage and all. One of the biggest celebrities on Earth is an alien. Yeah, man, Nick Fury was right. <laughs> that should be the name of this was, film. Nick Fury was right do. all along. It's so true though. Like it's and there's probably some physics law to it, you know, like the Murphy law. Yeah, honestly. So, that's interesting. Yeah. Here's what I was just trying to say. I, uh, I thought it was interesting that at different points of the film, when you see different characters, yeah, they kind of play with the directorial style a bit. Yeah, I would agree with that. I think that has to do with the producers they brought. Oh, definitely. Um, the director-producers. Mm-hmm. Um, which I dug. Especially, yes. I especially love how they brought <laughs> in their themes, the hero themes. Yeah, very subtle. Very subtle. But like when Panther came up, they did the the panther theme the, yeah. the, the cap theme it was really well done that they actually because every movie i would argue that every marvel movie has its own very distinct feel oh it definitely does um which is important for yeah we have a world this big absolutely every movie has its own distinct feel but yet still has a marvel feel which is kind of cool um but yeah so they did a great job in this movie of piecing those elements together oh definitely yeah 
And like when you first see Doctor Strange, there's a very distinct Doctor Strange-esque shot yeah. of like New York City. It mm-hmm. starts upside down and kind of flips right yep. side up in the yep. shot as they go toward his house. Yeah. Like that, that looks like it was pulled straight from the B-roll of Doctor Strange. Absolutely. And they did something similar with uh, the Guardians when they first they the started their music. Yeah, and everyone in the theater when I saw it in the theater, everyone was like, "Whoa, yeah, yeah Guardians!" Yeah, uh, absolutely. Oh, I don't, they they play with the silence silence a lot, like when um, when Tony's at the Doctor Strange house, yeah. the New York Sanctarium or whatever it's called, and they hear all the rumbling outside, and he starts walking toward the door. And through the door, you can see people running and screaming, but you don't hear it until yeah. he opens the door. Yeah, I think there's a there's a cool aspect of this film where there's a lot of bad things happening, but in the movie they don't happen until like it's happening to the character. Hmm. Like we know that there's this huge fight happening mm-hmm. on Titan, mm-hmm. but on Earth it's not affecting the characters there yeah. until Thanos shows up. Right. Which makes the world feel more real, almost. Yeah. Yeah. Man, they're very good with these movies. They're really... Oh, my goodness, dude. I... There's a... When we get to this scene, I have something to note about the, the details like that. Which scene? Uh, when they first find Thor. When the Guardians did? Yeah. Well, that's about where we are now, actually. Oh, perfect. Uh, oh, wait. There's a big... There's the fight scene with Iron Man and Doctor Strange against Ebony Maul. Squidward! Squidward! Yeah, so... Oh, how stupid of a name. Ebony Maul. Yeah, you know, he's a stupid guy. He's So he's an egotistical, arrogant little master of the mystic arts himself. No, he's not magic. He's just, like, telekinetic. Because you never see huh. him do spells or anything. He's just throwing no, you're right. things. You're right. It's we- His powers are weird. He's But he's powerful. He's very powerful. Yeah, and he just floats around like a tool bag and just... <laughs> Well, there's that when he's chasing after Doctor Strange, the unconscious Doctor Strange. Yeah. And he's flying, just standing straight up, and there's this cloud of dust. Yeah. Him. Like, you don't need the cloud of dust. We all know you don't need the cloud of dust. But it's just there. He's just a show off. Just a show off. So, that scene was great, though. Great, great, great fight scene. We get to see Spider Man come in there. Well, you skip uh, what I think a very important part is. Okay. Hulk will not show up. This Banner is... cannot Hulk out. Yeah, so. Do you think it's because he got beat? I Damn. I think Hulk is terrified. Yeah, because he he's, he's not. He's never lost. He's, he's never really lost. No. Yeah, and he is so scared that he's refusing to show up. Yeah, I saw this idea that Hulk is Hulk is very young. Hmm. Like Banner's in his mid forties. Yes, but if you think about it, it's only been about twelve years or so since Banner became the Hulk. Yeah, I can see that. Hulk is like a scared kid. Hmm. That's interesting. You even see the progression of Hulk in the movies of him starting to talk more and yeah, and starting to, yeah. He acts very childish in mm-hmm. Ragnarok. Absolutely, because he is. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I never. I mean, like you think about them being two different people, but oh my gosh. Yeah. That's one of the things they never say in the film because they kind of want to give themselves room either way. Yeah. Uh, Some for different interpretations. Stuff like yeah. Oh, crap. Okay. Can you imagine if Matt Shyamalan directed a Marvel movie? No. <laughs> no, I no, refuse I, I, to imagine it. Who's directing, no. Who's directing Captain Marvel? It should be in Matt Shyamalan. It needs to be. <laughs> no, he's... Anyways, okay. The twist at the end. It's supposed to be Nick Fury all along. Golly, I know, dude. Nick Fury was right all along. What the heck? So okay. yeah, Iron Man... Or Spider-Man shows up. 
Yes. I love that scene. I love Spider-Man, but... I like that Spider-Man's character just appears. Like, there's never an entrance for him. No, he's just like, boop. He's just there. He catches the giant hammer. Hey, what's up, Stark? You need help? I know. It's so great. He's just on a school bus one second. Stan Lee's yeah. driving them to school. And then he just goes out, creates a distraction, and, and, and goes and catches a hammer. There really is no introduction for him ever. Even in Civil War, he was just suddenly there. I wonder if that right. means something. You're completely right. He is Spider-Man. He's friendly neighborhood Spider-Man. There you go. He's always going to be there. I can't be the friendly neighborhood Spider-Man if there's no neighborhood. <laughs> I love that line so much because it's so true. It's so true, but he's like, he's like, <laughs> he's like the only one in this movie who has a good reason for doing this thing. I know, right? Okay. We're, we're ahead of ourselves. Sorry. Oh, by the way, this is the coolest Iron Man suit yet. The Dude, nanobot nano suit. I like this one the best. And it's such a cool uh, suit-up scene. Where he, like, taps the suit, and then he just starts walking towards the fight as the suit is slowly full. You know that Robert Downey Jr. filmed that feeling like a bad... Oh, yeah. Bad, yeah. Bad man. Just, bad, bad man. Yeah. He, I mean, like, how friggin' dope was that scene? You could tell he was like... Yeah. I mean, even in his line toward Hulk, because uh, uh, Banner's like, what is that? Nanotech. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm so cool. It's pretty freaking dope, dude. Um, so let's talk about his suit for a second. Yes. How many nanites? A lot. Well, <laughs> yes. Sorry. Bad question. <laughs> How does he compress them all? I don't know. Because the suit even has enough to heal itself for a while, R which we uh, see at the end. Repeatedly, yeah. Yeah, I several mean, times. It is. Several times. Four fights... Yeah, that suit survives four fights. Where significant parts of the suit get, get yeah. destroyed. And it's only like after Thanos throws a moon at him yeah. and destroys the suit. And I think he like straight up destroys your suit twice. Yeah, so like, how do, does it have like a nanite factory? I, I don't know. That's just crazy. I don't, I don't know anything about nanites to be able to answer this question. If one of you eight people are a, a physicist or a scientist, physicist, a or scientist. One of you is Shuri from Black Panther. Yeah, right. Could you who, just tell us? Actually, I took a nanite class when I was a kid. Oh, really? At Purdue. And there was actually a legit, like, doctor of, of nanites. That's pretty cool. It was ridiculous. I wanted to become a doctor of nanite technology. Yeah, I, that was not the right term. I'm sure there's an actual term, and I feel really <laughs> Is bad. it nanotech? Nanotech, yeah. That sounds That's, right. Yeah. Anyways, so, freaking awesome suit. Check. Yes. The fight goes on, and now Iron Man, Spider-Man, and Doctor Strange are stuck on the ship, flying back to Titan. And yeah. Hulk going to call Cap. Yeah. Actually, he's not calling him Hulk. He's Banner. Banner. Yeah, Banner's, Banner's gonna calling call Cap. Cap. He calls Cap. That's the end of that scene. Really. And Wong goes back to protect the Sanctuary. Yeah, so... Now, I do get... They say in Doctor Strange that they're protecting the reality is more important than the Avengers protecting the Earth. Mm -hmm. That's probably what he's doing. But I mean, Thanos could destroy Excuse me, Thanos could destroy reality. Maybe you should be in this fight, Wong. Yeah. So the 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 entire order didn't really. Yeah, they none of them step up. Yeah, which you is, think a few of them would. Well, for what it was, like what this battle was, yeah, absolutely. I mean. Yeah. You think? You think? I also wonder, shouldn't they have a better control over the reality stones? Considering it's like one of their things. The Infinity Stones. Yeah, like one of their main things. Yeah. yeah they only have one. Yeah, time. You one think at, at time. some point they would have gotten the others? 
Or have better protection over the other. I don't know if it was just like, or did they, well, yes, absolutely. But they really honed in that one they had. Oh, they did. Like, Doctor Strange could do weird things with that. Yeah, so like, they did some really interesting things with that one stone. So maybe they just, it took them so long to master that stone, almost. Maybe. Come up with a spell. I don't know how they all worked. But, um, Fair enough. Interesting. Okay. So now, we meet the Guardians. Greatest opening ever. <laughs> They're they're responding to Thor's distress signal. Yes. Signal. Signal. And they find Thor among the wreckage of the ship. Yep. He is somehow not dead. Yeah. So, I don't understand Thor. No one understands Thor. He's a force all of his own. I don't know what Asgard's are made out of. Asgardians are made out of some strong stuff, it seems. Particularly Thor. Particularly Thor. Is there something there with that? I don't know. He survived the vacuum of space. Yeah. I mean, even Star-Lord, who's half celestial, could only do that for like 30 seconds. Right. And Thor's been floating around who knows how long. So how? I don't know. He does have the powers of the All-Father now. Maybe that gives him extra power. It must. It must. That must be it. Okay. So Thor talks to the Guardians. Mm -hmm. He needs a new hammer. So he, Rocket, and Groot leave to go get the hammer. The other four are going to go to nowhere to try and stop Thanos from getting the reality stone. Great name for a place, by the way. Nowhere. So let's say, I want to take one second to, to just talk about that scene yes. and the details in that scene, which are really cool. I think that there's, there's a breakdown on YouTube. If you can find this video on YouTube, you or our listeners, it's awesome. It shows you how the, how the directors went to painstaking detail for the scene of just setting it up right, like down to the lighting. Like, they talked about how when The Thor's, scene on the Guardian ship? Yeah. Okay, cool. So he's... You gotta look at this video later. He, he's laying on the table. And yeah. you know how he has the light under the table? Yes. Under him? They put that there to make him look like a god. Because, like, under him, you made him kind of glow. Oh, yeah. But then they, like... But then how they lit the Guardians was, like, with a bluer light. And, like, it was just really interesting how they used light to try and p- portray the story of, of the scene without saying anything. So that is him, cool. So they made him, yeah, and they just broke it down like crazy. If they did that for every scene, it was like a 10 minute video breakdown just on that. And they talked about how they set up the shots for comedy, which I think was really a good point to, to take away here. Did the, the comedy filming, uh, the cinematography for comedy and editing for comedy is much different than action editing, and yeah. action cinematography, and drama editing and cinematography. Arguably, uh, this movie has all three. Oh, it definitely has all three. But they talked about how like they set up the shot for the quip and how they set up the shot for the, just the setup, things like that. And, mm-hmm. and it was it was really cool. Um, I, I'm not going to do it justice, so I'm not even going to try to. <laughs> but I think the details like that, because they put so much time into that, makes me think the fact that Loki didn't turn blue could not have been an oversight. Yeah. I mean, Maybe, I don't know. See, my, my only problem with that, because I, I really hope that Loki not turning blue wasn't an accident. There is also a gigantic mistake in the Spider-Man Homecoming movie. What's that? They say that uh, the events of Homecoming happened eight years after the Battle of New York, when they could only possibly have happened six years afterwards. Really? Why is that? Because it's supposed to happen like a week after Civil War. And they've said in Civil War, and they again reaffirmed it in this film, the Civil War takes place six years after mm. the Battle of New York. Mm. So, I mean... Marvel has made a, at least one giant mistake. That's true. That's true. So maybe they'll make another. That's true. They also haven't talked about the fact that Loki is a 
a frost giant for like 10 years. That's also a good point. So who knows? Maybe they forgot about it. Anyways, I thought it was cool the detail that went into that scene. That was just a side cool thing. So Thor leaves to go to get his new hammer. Yeah, I was super pumped when they said they were doing that because I was really excited to see the. I set. almost wonder why he didn't do that sooner. Well, he didn't have a way to get there. He, he was, was on a ship at the beginning space. of the movie. Maybe they were going there, though. We don't know what they were they doing. They might have been. No, they were going to Earth. At the end of uh, Ragnarok, they said we're going to Earth. True. You but think at many... some point he'd be like, let's pit stop over there to get me a new hammer because well, I was like half as powerful. It, though? That's he, a good question, though. Because, like, Thanos wasn't on his radar yet. That's true, and Thor just had taken out a whole army of the undead. So he probably felt pretty darn good. Yeah. To be honest with you. Like, he, he probably didn't think he needed it until, until that. Maybe. That's true. Until he lost to Thanos? Yeah. Until he... Yeah. And that'd be hard, too. He lost so many of his citizens. He lost everything. He has nothing left. Yeah. I mean, half his citizens are still alive, which... But he doesn't know where they are. Doesn't know where they are. He doesn't know where he is. Yeah. This is a line he says later when he's talking to Rocket, where um, uh, he says, uh, worst case scenario, what else do I have to lose? It's hard. Thor is, like, borderline suicidal in this well, but for good reason. I mean, he was charged with protecting his people. And he's failed. He's failed. He's failed every way there is possible. Absolutely. I mean, half of his population is gone. Yeah. That's, Man, I feel for Thor. Yeah. I mean, that, that ship was their last um, thing for their entire civilization. So they lost their home. You know, like he, he lost a lot of the women. He, you know. Yeah, so like. There's a lot of loss in this movie. I mean. It, which is a great. Uh, it, yeah, it is. Because every Marvel movie kind of has that feeling of, woo, like we won. Yeah. But really, starting with Winter Soldier, took a, it took a really good tone turn. I think. I think it's Winter Soldier is the first film where it's like, yeah. Hap wasn't happy at the end of that movie. No. He wasn't happy that he won. He was almost sadder that he won. Yeah. Because now there's he destroyed Shield. Which I think Marvel needed to do. They needed to build their characters. They did. They needed to build. And you can't a, just do that through winning. No. Speaking of Cap, uh, does he have the coolest entrance in this film, or what? Dude, <laughs> it's pretty dope. There's a, um, there's a great fight scene with Scarlet Witch and yeah. Vision. We get to see just how powerful Scarlet Witch is. Ridiculously powerful. And then like they've lost. Yep. And the other two creepy children of Thanos are gonna kill them. And the train goes by, and then Cap is just there. As if he's Batman or something. Yeah. So <laughs> that was dope, and Chris Evans enjoyed that. But um, yeah, yeah so he he told he was totally Batman, and then he freaking just catches the spear in the most boss way ever. And the alien, like whatever, you know, I don't even know her name. Whatever I don't care. Proxima something. Yeah. Like she's like, he caught my spear. No one's ever caught the spear. No one's done that. And then they get their butts handed to them. Cap, Black Widow, and Falcon are an unstoppable team. Dream team. They are. They, they're the literal dream the, team. The aliens were like, they're so arrogant. These aliens are so freaking arrogant. I mean, Black Widow nearly kills the dude. Yeah. They're, well, not nearly. I mean, we find out later that... No, he's still alive. That was a, that was a trick. Oh, you're right. Yeah. What am I What am That I was a trick so they could have him get vision on the, like... With no you one else's watching. Edit that part out. I'm not editing anything out. I know. I know. Deal with your stupidity. <laughs> I know. I know. It's a thing. So. I'm going to say something really stupid later. It's fine. It's okay. I did say something really stupid last episode. But I completely forgot that he, the kid it? picked up the batteries. 
I had gone on this two minute rant. Like, what did you see him pick up the batteries? Oh, never mind. That. Yeah, actually, it was right. right, right. No. <laughs> Anyways, Cap's entrance was awesome. Um. Okay. I I do have a, this is I this is where I kind of first have a problem. Okay. Kind of a problem for the rest of my life. Okay. Is it Chris Evans' hair? No. I have no. a problem with his you hair. Yeah. I don't really have a problem with his hair. The beard and hair combo. Not, not it is a little frame. distracting when you first see. No, the beard's awesome. Yeah, the beard's freaking. But the hair. Has he joined in sync? What's going he, on? Yeah, uh, he's going through something. He's that's going sure. through. So okay. what's your problem? Yeah, dude. Vision. Okay. I know he's battered a lot in this movie. Yes. But he freaking doesn't fight. Speak a little louder than that. Sorry, but he doesn't fight. I mean, he just got stabbed twice. I know, but hear me out. And he's lost half his power. Yes, but Mike's got. He tries. He does fight. He has I a really good fight with that guy on top of the church. He, yeah, yeah. You are right, though. That is his only fight. I mean, he does kill that guy later. So there's the, that. Yeah, but for the full movie, it just he didn't do a lot. I mean, right? Am okay, I wrong? So here's my thing. You have to. They knew that the Avengers were gonna lose. You almost have to knock out some of your biggest players early. Which is yes. why Wong doesn't join the fight. Mm-hmm. Which is why... I think that's part of why they cripple Vision. Yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Because Vision could have easily taken out most of that yeah. the, the weird creatures at the end. Last yeah, fight. yeah. I mean, it made sense why they went for Vision first. That's not my problem. But yeah. I, that. I guess, yeah, he doesn't fight. You're right. You know what? I don't like Vision anymore. I, well, I mean, that, that wasn't my, that's not my goal. I'm just saying, like, I remember, like, when he first fought, I was like, finally, what's Vision? Yeah, when Vision first shows up in Age of Ultron, it's yeah. awesome. And yeah. here he's like, what are you doing? Exactly. So, you old man. And here's the thing. I, I do feel like Vision, overall, is one of the most complex characters in this movie. He really, right? he has been since Age of Ultron. But the development for that has been minimal. Yeah, it's every sort of movie under- kind of just yeah, it's just kind of like you have to assume it's developed, which is fine. Like they have a lot of other fish to fry, but I feel like we go from like here's Vision, the the almost enemy in in Age of Ultron, right? Yeah. To to here's Vision in this movie, hanging out with Scarlet Witch, just loving life. I have a problem with this, by the way. Yeah. So he he he's learned how to manipulate his form to look human. Yes. When it's Vision in his Vision form. I'm totally cool with him and Scarlet Witch together. Okay. When he looks like Paul Bettany, yeah. he looks like her dad. And it's Weird. very awkward. Couldn't choose a younger looking guy or something. And you're like, yeah. I don't know if Paul Bettany's even that much older than Elizabeth Olsen. But he looks a hundred years older than Elizabeth Olsen. You're totally right. It's kind of a weird, like, oh, okay. Is it also, I think it's just because of the way he stands in that scene. Because he's like weirdly hunched over her because he's so much taller than her. Yeah. He looks less human. As in his human form. He, well, you're completely right. And it's maybe it's weird, though, because we're, we've heard his voice for such a long time. It's true. You ever see that thing Paul Bettany hates being in the movies now? What's that? Because uh, when he played Jarvis, it yeah. was like two weeks of recording. Yeah. And then the movie comes out. Right. Now he's on set for months, and he has to wear this weird prosthetic. Right. And he's like, I hate it. I want to go back to being Jarvis. Do you think when he signed, he surely knew when he signed on, this might be where it goes. I don't think he knew he was going to be Vision. Okay. But I mean, by the time Age of Ultron comes around. Obviously, he knew that. Yeah. 
But he knew he had to be pitching. I don't know how much. I don't even know how much the actors know where they're going. I don't know how closely guarded that secret. It's probably pretty guarded. I don't know. None of them knew what the film was. Yeah, I think the the Kevin Feige and the two Russo brothers Mm -hmm. were the only ones with a complete script. That's crazy. Yeah, everyone else had partial scripts. Robert Downey Jr. may have had a complete script. Sure, he did. He got paid. He got paid. He made, he made a lot. He made more than most of the other actors he combined. Made, he was like the biggest portion of the film's <laughs> budget. Honestly. Worth it. Oh, yeah. Totally. 100% worth Absolutely. it. Absolutely. Pay that man whatever he wants for the rest yeah. of his life. Well, he was smart. That was a smart business move on his part. He was. I mean, he, he knew that they would pay it, you know. And why wouldn't they? This whole cinematic universe is built off of his movies. Absolutely. If and, one he, and he owes a lot to the cinematic universe. We won't go any further, but he just... <laughs> he does. He wouldn't be... He may not be alive now if not for the cinematic universe. But this... I mean, this is the biggest franchise of all time. Yeah, absolutely. It wouldn't be around if not for him. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And for how good he was in that first Superhero movie. movies would not be really as big of a thing. Maybe not as big of a thing, no. Especially not, like... Not a cool thing. Well, because they were already around. Well, you, had, you had Spider-Man movies, you had yeah. X-Men, you had Batman. Yeah. But they may not have this big universe mm-hmm. like the cinematic universe, like Justice League is trying to do now. Yep. Like they tried and failed to do with the Universal Monsters. <laughs> that was awkward. We'll talk about that someday. Yeah. So, anyways, back onto the track here. Oh, and Cap looks... I wrote down that Cap looks old, and then later I crossed it out and said, not old, he looks worn out. Which I thought was really good. He has so many faces that it's just... When Vision is talking about... When they all all get to New York and Vision is talking about that they could destroy the stone and it would kill him, but isn't it worth it? Cap has this look on his face. Which I think might be Chris Evans' most powerful acting. Okay. Thought I was saying a word. Yeah. He he has this look on his face. Like he's done the math too. Hmm. And he's already come to this conclusion that Vision may need to die. Hmm. And there's a part of him that thinks it would be worth it. Hmm. And I think his line of, we don't trade lives, is partially talking to himself. Yeah. He wants to be done. Yeah. And he thinks, this is how I could be done. But then yeah. he has to stop and like, I can't let Vision die for this. Right, absolutely. Well, because he's lost everything. He's lost his country. Yeah. Captain America has lost and he's America. Lost, I mean, he's lost Iron Man. And they really were. Iron Man. I don't know if they were best friends, but... They are friends. They're they had close. a closeness that the, uh, the rest of them Absolutely. didn't have. So, like, he lost. So, the fact he looks tired, worn, yeah. aged. Worn. It's like leather that's just about to break. I think, absolutely, honestly. Like, he's been through so much. Mm-hmm. And that's just what happened. Absolutely. Man, there's a lot of... There's a lot Hidden of acting things. with very little acting. Absolutely. It's brilliant. Well done. What you have to do in a movie with 80,000 people. So then we have uh, we have this flashback to when Thanos first found Gamora. Yeah. Interesting scene. Yeah, so that was an interesting little backstory. First off, baby Gamora. Not baby Gamora. Taller Gamora. Cute. <laughs> little tiny Gamora. Adorable. Um, it's a scene that's weirdly out of place. But doesn't feel out of place. You know, no, it doesn't. Because I think it, I agree, but I think it establishes really importantly. It shows really, uh, instead of Thanos talking about and other people talking about, it just shows who Thanos was, is. 
Yeah, that's the first humanizing moment for Thanos, which I think is very which important. Which I think, yes, sir. Which we're going to talk about more in about ten minutes when we get to Vormir. Perfect. We are already. This is going to be a two-part podcast. Uh, maybe. Okay. <laughs> so then they get to nowhere. Okay. And there's, they find Thanos and they mm-hmm. attack him mm-hmm. and Gamora kills him. Okay. So, this scene. <laughs> this scene. This is a really so in the theaters. I I actually out loud said what, <laughs> and someone next to me said yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah dude. Um, so that scene I thought that scene was really cool because this again shows the humanizing aspect of Thanos. Right, he was shocked that Gamora would kill him. Yeah, Gamora hates like, him. Gamora de- defied him, despises, but he's still shocked that she would kill him. And and she cries. She does. She cry. breaks down. And then he's like, you care? And, you know, and then... And then it turns out this is all fake. Yeah, it's all fake. Um, yeah, because I was originally like, dang, girl. Like, holy crap. Wow. He's like... And then it turns out this is all fake and yeah. Thanos is still there. By the way, I like Benicio Del Toro in there for like a minute. Yeah, that was And his great. little... His clap. Magnificent! Magnificent! <laughs> he did that like to the finger there. Magnificent! Benicio Del Toro. Del, 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 Del Toro. Del Toro. There it is. It's hilarious. Del Toro, sorry. Del Toro. I know some Marvel freaks that are watching this. Not freaks, but Marvel like. Sorry, gosh. Some Marvel fans. fans. No Marvel. Marvel fans. freaks. Oh gosh, I like I didn't Marvel mean freaks. That. I feel like a Marvel. Yeah, freak. sorry. Marvel fans are gonna be like, you guys. You guys. Jerks. Come on. They're gonna hate us now for crying. And now this is a very important moment. Yeah. This is the first time we see someone have to choose. Between a person's life mm-hmm. and an infinity stone. And it's Quill who's making the choice. Because Gamora wants Quill to kill her. Yeah. So Thanos can't get the location of the soul stone. Yes. Now, this happens four times in the film. Uh, Doctor Strange has a chance to save Iron Man's life or give up the time yeah. stone. Wanda has a chance to kill uh, yeah. Vision or yeah. let Thanos get the stone. Yep. And Thanos has a chance to kill Gamora. Yep. This is... Quill does it. Yep. Which I think is powerful. And also, it's like the only time he really chooses... I almost... I was going to say it's like he chooses the stone. I feel like he is choosing her, though. What makes this... What is that? Because she doesn't want to go with Thanos. Yes. She would rather die than go with Thanos, and I think he's choosing to respect that by trying to kill her. Oh, for sure. He's keeping his promise. Yeah. Clearly doesn't work. No, it kind of backfires on them. Yeah, bad. Although, it, it, not really, because Thanos leaves Quill alive. He respects that kind of... You, well, because he's a sensible guy. He is. You can earn Thanos' respect. Sensible to some degree, I guess I should say. But, like... Right? Am I yeah. wrong in that? No, you're not wrong. He he does respect, even though he's is the most <clears throat> powerful being in that we have formally met, I guess I should say. Besides Dormammu. Yeah. Who's locked away somewhere. So that we have formally actively met, he's the yeah. most powerful being. Yeah. Um so he doesn't have to leave Quill alive, doesn't have to leave Stark alive. Well he doesn't try to leave Stark alive. Well he doesn't well but He, he tries to kill Stark and then gives him up Absolutely. for the time stone. I do like that line he says. Uh, uh, I res- yeah. What did he say? I respect you, Stark. 
I hope they remember you. But. Yeah, I hope they remember you. Mm-hmm. That is cool. Because he earns Stark earns yeah. Thanos. Is, Stark is the only one to actually hurt Thanos. He made him. He made him bleed a little half an inch. Uh, we're, we're, we've jumped three pages. Yeah, sorry. So Thanos gets Gamora. Yes. Seven scenes. And now it's just Quill, yep. Drax, yep. and Mantis. Yep. The complete opposite of a dream team. Which is great, though. That kind of sets up. I love how it goes back to just the entire Guardians in, in general, though. There's a lot of groups of three in this movie. Oh, my goodness, you're right. That's interesting to think about. Maybe that's a that's a really good point. Hmm. Hmm. Moving on. I have nothing to say about that. No, it's I just interesting. interesting. <laughs> um, I have no comment. It's just interesting. I wrote down a couple of lines of dialogue that I love. Okay. And here's one of them. When Cap gets to New York. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> we're kind of backtracking here a little. Okay. He gets to New York, and uh, Rhodes is talking to General Ross. Yeah. There's also a line there Rhodes says I think is really important. When Ross asks Rhodes, um, are you having second thoughts about the Accord? Yeah. And Rhodes says, not anymore. Mm. Rhodes has lost... I mean, Rhodes has lost everyone. He's lost the team mm-hmm. that was really what he had... He wanted to be an Avenger. Mm-hmm. Always mm-hmm. has been. Ever mm-hmm. since the first Iron Man film. Absolutely. Back when I was still Terrence Howard. Ever oh, since yes. a different actor ago. Yes. He's wanted to be an Avenger. Yep. And he was for like a year. Yep. And then the Avengers fall apart. Yep. And he there's he feels like it was necessary, but I think yeah. he's really come to regret that. I completely agree. He he has he has taken a well, I mean we obviously see it for sure, but he's taken a one eighty turn. Yeah. From the Accords. Um He has that line where you when you first see his cast mm-hmm. where he says, uh, I believe I paid for that. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Absolutely. So then Cap shows up, and uh, uh, General Ross says, the world is, whatever, the world's falling apart, and you think all is forgiven. And this is another part where you see just how worn out Cap is. Because mm-hmm. he doesn't, he's not, there's no, nothing like, uh, it's our duty, blah, blah, blah. There's no noble response. There's no. He, he says, I'm not looking for forgiveness, and I'm way past asking for permission. Yeah. Cap is done doing things right. Absolutely. Cap is going to do what he needs to do to save the world, and he doesn't care who has to get in his way. Which is crazy how much he's changed. Yeah. Right? I mean, and he even says that. If you get in our way, we'll fight you, too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Wow. Cap mm-hmm. is... He's a... Yeah. Yeah. He's bad. <laughs> I want to watch the first Captain America movie, and then that scene. It's actually a really cool character development. It, it It's a cool character development. It's a sad character development. It is. He's gotten cynical. It, yes, but he has so such a good reason to be. He has the perfect reason to be cynical. Yeah. It's still sad. I don't want Cap to be I agree. cynical. He's a precious little cinnamon roll that I have to protect. <laughs> you have no words. Moving on. <laughs> He's a precious little cinnamon roll. You clearly don't spend as much time on Tumblr as I do. No, do people see him as a cinnamon roll? That's a thing people say. They're a precious little cinnamon roll I have to protect. Okay, let's keep going. <laughs> so then uh, uh, Cap's going to take them all to Wakanda so that Shuri can help save Vision. I freaking love everything about Wakanda. Wakanda's the coolest place in if this I whole could universe. Go, if it was a real place, I would be there. You know who is there? Bucky. Yeah, so 
I missed Bucky. I just, I'm happy about that. Bucky's uh, so cool. I'm happy that he got his arm back. And he's normal now. And he's normal. No hydra in his head. Even better. And he's happy. Yeah, he's just well, all around enjoying life. Until they come life. to him with the arm. Yeah, he's like, where's the war? That's what, yeah, and he's, he's so defeated with that. I mean, it was ultimately the arm was the symbol of his oppression, really. It was. Man, I didn't think about that. Oh, at least this arm doesn't have a red star on it. Exactly, exactly. But it really is a symbol of his oppression. He sounds broken when he says that line. Mm -hmm. Where's the fight? Well, because, like, that's how it happened last time. He People saved him and took him in or, or you know, whatever, yeah. and fine, whatever, and then... They turn him into a weapon. Turn him into a weapon. And he thinks he's finally done being a weapon, but now they're coming back to him. Exactly. Man. And Black Panther doesn't want to do this to him. No, he doesn't, because he's awesome. So <laughs> Black Panther doesn't want to be a weapon either. He wants to be a king. Exactly. So, um, first way. off, their government works so well. It's ridiculous. <laughs> it's the best type of totalitarian government you can have. It is the best government. Like, right? Black Panther is the best government. I'm T just saying. T'Challa would be great. Chad Chadwick Bosman. I think that's his name. Bosman? Bosman? Bosman. 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 Sorry. Sorry, Chad. Cool. Sorry, Chad. You say that like you know him. Yeah. <laughs> cool dude. Dude. That's a cool dude right freaking... there. Him? Okay, him? And his, like, first officer. Yeah, the general. General Okoya. She is awesome, dude. She is, <laughs> I like... I love her little line. When you said you are going to open up Wakanda to the world, that's not what I thought you meant. What do you think I meant? I the Olympics? Maybe a Starbucks? Starbucks? <laughs> yeah, that's great. <laughs> that's so funny. She's so, And she's, like... I think she's actually, like, one of the... One of the... Yeah, one of the best fighters in the world. Oh, yeah, 100%. Yeah. She's also one of the only people who can talk to the king that way. Yeah, just sure. her and Shuri, basically. Well, I think it's also because like her role, her position. Yeah, and um, she's like actually one of the senior advisors. She's his too. personal body man. Yeah, so like that's a there's a relationship there, and she kind of raised them too. No, I think they were supposed to be raised together because she's about is the same it? age. Yeah, is that it? Okay, that's a lot. Because her sister's the one that he is in love with. You're right. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, okay. I know. I am. <laughs> I know. I know. Black Panther on Netflix. You should watch that. Um, okay, keep going. Oh, do you know Chadwick Boseman, whatever his name is? Chad? Our bloody Chad? You know he invented the Wakanda accent? What? Yeah, so when he was going to be in Civil War, they asked him, like, he worked with these, these linguists to invent the accent based on some real accents of African nations and tribes mm -hmm. around the area mm -hmm. Wakanda is supposed to be. And then every other Wakandan has to try to mimic his accent. That's amazing. It's so cool. It's such a cool accent, too. It is cool. They build movies around these central such characters. Such a cool accent. Yeah. In fact, so much so, when I saw him as a, like in an interview, and he didn't have the accent, I was like, it's disappointing. I was like, oh. Have you ever watched Gods of Egypt? No, I don't think that. That one with uh, Gerald Butler as a bad guy? No. Fun movie. But he's a character. Jack okay. Bosman. But he speaks with a normal accent. It's actually kind of higher pitch, almost. Okay. Slightly okay. higher than his normal voice. Yeah. And I remember watching Black Panther. Mm-hmm. Or Civil War, and then watching Gods of Egypt, mm -hmm. and it's like this does not can, no no this no, is, this yeah. can't be the same. Guy. I have to pretend this is his identical twin Absolutely. brother. Absolutely, yeah. Hmm. Yeah, that's interesting. So back on the ship mm -hmm. with Ebony Maw, mm -hmm. and Tony realizes 
Spider-Man is on, on board. Yes, great scene. And that's where we have the great little, you can't be a friendly neighborhood Spider-Man if there's no neighborhood to protect. You're right, kid. But Tony Stark's like... <clears throat> I think that this is an important moment because it helps to refocus Tony. Yeah. Spider-Man's role in this whole yeah. universe is to point Tony back to the, we are heroes because we can help people. Sure. Which I, I, I love. There's so many moments in Civil War and in Homecoming and in this film mm-hmm. where Spider-Man will say something or do something. You see Iron Man kind of stop. Like, he almost needs like that in his, the uh, innocence of the kid. To remind that's what it that, is, that innocence. Yeah, to remind him of all that, you know? To remind him of why I started, yeah. I put on the suit in the first place. Yeah, exactly. To help people. Yeah, 100%. There's, there's a cool little Iron Man story told right there, too. You're right. So they, they save Doctor Strange. Mm-hmm. They kill Ebony Maul. Yep. Finally. Yep. <laughs> I hate Ebony Maul. I'm really glad he's dead. Yeah. He was annoying. And they did it using a Predator's... Alien. Well, you know. He's an alien. Not from Predator. You're right. Because Spider-Man is a great line. You've seen this really old film, Sorry, Alien? I just saw... I know. I just saw Predator the other night. Ooh, we have to talk about that um, later. We're going to have to talk about this. But, um... <laughs> but... It was awesome. So th- we s- this is where we first find out. Mm-hmm. Thanos is in Tony's head. Yes. And he, they never explain what that means yeah. exactly. Exactly. Yes. So he so. Just, yeah, he just said that line, uh, Thanos has been in my head for six years. Yeah. When he went into the rift. Yeah. Did that create a... Is that it? Some sort of mind meld? I don't know. How did that happen? I need to watch some older movies and figure that out. <laughs> that's uh we have a baby monitor going off in here yeah there's a baby monitor and my my wife's in the baby's room let me turn that off it's okay that's pretty funny it's like what is going on what's going on um yeah so i need we need to do some research on that because i do want to find out what that means because i i mean like and tony's in Thanos's head mm-hmm. we can get to that later though there's an episode of stargate about this that's Oh, yeah. Yeah, there is. That was a weird episode. Anyway, it was. Anyways, so now we have Iron Man, Doctor Strange, and Spider-Man going to Titan. Yes. And Doctor Strange's is home world. Thanos' home world. Oh, one of the other funniest lines in the movie is in this part, where Spider-Man says, I'm Peter Parker. Oh, Doctor Strange. Oh, are you saying I made up names? Then I'm Spider-Man. <laughs> yeah. No that one was knows a... that Doctor Strange is his real name. He's so, like, yeah, he's so, he's, he's so innocent. It's great. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, we actually already talked about the next scene, so we're just going to skip ahead to okay. Thor gets to Niflheim. I love everything about this, because I I just, I love, like, the entire universe surrounding Thor and the Asgardians. Mm-hmm. So being able to see the mythical star that, yes. that makes the most powerful weapons in the universe from the most talented and powerful craftsmen... Are you talking about Peter Dinklage, one of the greatest actors who ever lived? Sure. I'm actually absolutely talking about that. And the fact <laughs> that they made him a giant was amazing. <laughs> Have you seen the pictures of how they did that? No. They've built like this one foot tall set. Yeah. That Peter Dinklage is running around. No and there's this way. little Thor doll that they're dancing around the set. It's so funny. You know Peter Dinklage when he heard that he was going to be a giant was like, yeah. I love a... Uh... So he's in Game of Thrones. Yeah. He's the best part of Game of Thrones. Yeah. 
But it's such a serious movie or okay. TV show. He's such a serious part, character. It's like everything he does outside of Game of Thrones, he wants to do anything else. Yeah. Like he was in a Pixel where he played like a video game champion. Yeah, he did. And he? now he's playing a dorky giant. It's hilarious. Dude, so that I love that stuff because I love seeing like um, just like the power behind this this thing that they're doing. Um, it, it, it makes the hammer make more sense. It does. So what metal is this made out of? It's called Urdu. Okay. It is. It's supposed to be. It's a it's a fictional metal. Of course. But it's supposed to be like. There's not real thing. What? What are you talking about? <laughs> so you know when a star dies, it kind of collapses into this super dense. Uh-huh. That's kind of what it's supposed to be. Okay. So they get they mine it from dead stars. Yes, and now they forge it in the heart of a dying star. Right, which is the, the can, hottest thing in the universe because it can't melt and he freaking stands in front of it yeah he's like this is what I was talking about he's almost suicidal like stopping Thanos is yeah. the only thing he has left yeah absolutely and he's gonna do whatever he can to including do it. stand in front of the full force of a star <laughs> it'll kill you only if I die that's what kill you means that's what it means <laughs> but how did he not die oh he was going to until he got the hammer and For then sure. it's the power of the Allfather yeah. All fathers, which that he's now sense. the All Father. Yes. So that's the only reason he didn't die. Yeah. It's the power of the All Fathers that they copy that. Copy that. Oh, and there's a great moment when the hammer is the, the axe. Not a hammer. It's an axe. Sorry. So cool. The axe is done, and they, they need to find the ha- the handle. And Groot makes a handle for Makes him. a handle what from a his arm. So what I. So. What I really like about this is Stormbreaker. Stormbreaker is the name of this. Yeah. Uh, of the axe. Yes. It's such a cheesy name. And I love that Marvel knew it was a cheesy name <laughs> because Rocket was like, really? Really? That's the name, you know? That's the name of the hammer of uh, Beta Ray Bill. Who's like oh, a, okay. Uh, he temporarily replaced Thor in the comics when Thor died. Gotcha. Okay. I think it's also in uh, uh, eight listeners, correct me if I'm wrong, but I think in Norse mythology, Stormbreaker is the name of Thor's house. Really? Yeah, like where he lives. I think it's called Stormbreaker. That. Yeah, that's cool. I may be wrong about it's that. Such a Storm something. It's such a cheesy name though for the axe. It is. I'm okay with but it. But it's such a powerful weapon. It's ridiculous. It, it breaks the storms. It, <laughs> it brings the storm. It brings does. the thunder. Oh my gosh. This is Thor the this WWE. Are you ready for the thunder? Stormbreaker. And he controls the Bifrost. Yeah. That's, uh, which is at- so is that only because um, Heimdall's dead? What? Is that Heimdall's dead? Yeah. No, because Atri oh, says... Oh, he's summoned it before. Yeah, and Atri says that it should be able to... Because the power of the Allfather and the dark magic mm-hmm. can control yeah. right. the Bifrost. Right. Because they say that line in the, um, the first Avengers movie where Loki says, with the, the Bifrost bridge gone, how much dark energy did the Allfather have to muster to bring you here? Hmm. So Odin could; they just mm-hmm. required dark magic, mm-hmm. and now with the hammer, Thor can. Got it. Okay, that makes sense. Which is added to Thor's power. Okay. So not only can now Thor fly. Yep. He's ridiculously strong. Yes. He can summon lightning. He's basically invincible. Now he can teleport. Yeah. With the Bifrost. Yeah. He is the strongest in the universe. Yeah. As far as a good guy goes. No, no. They say in Ragnarok, Hulkius. No. Banner signs in, welcome, strongest Avenger. That can't be right. Yeah. <laughs> welcome, strongest Avenger. Yeah, you're right. So now, 
Now we've gotten to Vormir. Okay. Where I really want to talk about Thanos. Let's do it. Because. So humanizing. So humanizing. They find Red Skull. Yeah, great. Heck of a way to bring him back in the universe. Yeah, that was fun. You know it's not Hugo Weaving? They recasted Red Skull. Really? Even though Hugo Weaving was still contracted for at least two more movies. Okay. They didn't bring him in. Bummer. I know. I couldn't tell. That's sad I had to look him. it up later. That's sad for him. I did but not. I couldn't tell <clears throat> at all. Thanos is told to get the Soul Stone because it's the most powerful of the stones. Yes. He has to sacrifice something he loves. Yeah. Gamora starts laughing because Thanos doesn't love anything. Thanos Sad loves Gamora. Mm-hmm. And that look on... Thanos is crying. Yeah. He's like, I have to do it. Yes. Josh Brolin, dude. That was such a sad scene. How do you look so powerful and so ter- so, so scared? Yeah, so vulnerable. So sad. Honestly. Man. I so want to watch more Josh Brolin movies. That was now. an excellent... Yeah, right? <laughs> but, ex- but for real, that was an excellent scene to, to really just bring humanization to, to that character. Right? And there's yeah. another moment of... Um, playing with the silence because when he throws Gamora you see her scream and you silent. hear nothing completely silent and she's dead oh <laughs> yeah well I mean like poor Gamora she's dead dead though she is dead dead probably she's um, as dead as you can get really in these I'm films. Pretty, unless they bring her back as a, I don't I don't know I don't know how you could bring her back oh no she's in the soul stone they did confirm that she is in the soul, soul stone so maybe or maybe she is the soul stone oh that's deep that might be why there has to be a sacrifice. That's deep. To have a soul for the stone to actually form. Marvel, hit us up. We'll That's, write the next movie. Yeah, P.O. Box. Um, yeah. <laughs> okay, so... If Marvel let us write the next movie, I'm having Loki come back. They're not going to let us write the next movie. That's why they're not going to let us write the next yeah. movie. <laughs> they're not going to do it. Okay, alright. Um, what else do I have to say about this scene? Um... It really does humanize Thanos, though. But it also makes you wonder, did he know that? I don't think he could have known. Maybe he did, though. Maybe that's but why he brought big, Gamora. I know. that's a bit, But what a coincidence to have the one thing you love with you. Maybe he did. Maybe it's like that's the other stones. He kind of he kind of felt it that he would need her. Yeah. Because, like, that's a big coincidence to be like, oh, you actually need the thing you love the most. Well, it may also just be you. storytelling. It might be too. You're right. How awkward would that be if Thanos got there? You need something you love. Oh, I'll be, I'll be right back. Happy. <laughs> <laughs> that would actually be really funny in the movie. Yeah, for sure. This is like the saddest scene in the movie. Nope, I lied. Saddest scene's coming up later. <laughs> yeah, keep going. So now we have the fight in Wakanda. Yeah. And one of my favorite lines in the film. Evacuate the city, engage all defenses, and get this man a shield. Yeah. I love Wakanda. I'm just going to say it again. <laughs> We've already said it, but we have to say it again. Because they are so freaking powerful. How cool are the uh, the, the shield gloves that Cap has? Dude, they're awesome. That and the Wakanda soldiers have these little... Their capes turn into shields. <laughs> Their capes turn into the energy shields. That's that is, so cool. It is a cool mix of like... Because Wakanda is a perfect mix of the old and the new. Mm-hmm. Like, they're mm-hmm. using spears. Mm-hmm. But the spears can shoot energy blasts. But it freaking is a laser gun. And they have these ceremonial, like, robes and cloaks that, that are energy shield. shields. What the heck? Is and, my thoughts. And the whole point of this battle is yeah. they're trying to distract Thanos' army. Mm-hmm. 
so that Shuri can get the stone out of Vision's head. Yes. So she's working hard on that. And the army is trying to go around the shield. Mm-hmm. And uh, Panther says, we have to keep him here. And so how do we do that? And he says, open the shield. Mm-hmm. They're going to take the fight. Yep. Wow. Because this is a huge army they're looking at. Yeah, and it's weird. Mm-hmm. It's a weird army. I actually love the shot when they start running at the at the at the army. The weird eight legged monster things. Yeah. Can we talk about how weird these look? They're weird. They look like werewolf cockroaches. That's actually the best description <laughs> for them. It really is. They're freaking weird, dude. Actually, they look a lot like the monsters from a quiet place. You're not wrong. Actually, that's a really good point. That's scary, man. That's okay. a really good point. I love the shot. The monsters are running at them, and they're all kind of holding for a minute. And Black Panther yells, Wakanda forever! Yeah. And his, his face mask comes on. Yeah. And then they all start running. Yeah. And Epic. Cap and Panther yep. are getting, like, far ahead of everyone else. Yeah. Which is really a cool shot to just see them it's out such a running. Dope, it's such a dope shot. It's just so cool. I love that. Although, shot. listen, Bucky Barnes is my favorite character mm-hmm. in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Okay. However, Bucky. I know you are as fast as Black Panther. Totally. Why are you in the back of the fight, dude? He was... Well, Panther gets from the back bro. to the front line like 15 minutes before everyone else. I, I think this is... Bucky. Reading, this is reading into it too much. <laughs> this, is, this is reading into it too much. So, pin that that I'm reading into it too much. <laughs> but maybe it's because he doesn't want to do this. Oh, Bucky doesn't want to do this. Yeah. Bucky is the That's most... Probably why he's hanging out back there. I mean... Bucky's never wanted to fight. Nope. Ever ever since World War Two, he did not want to join the army. Nope. But he felt like he had to. Yep. He didn't really want to join Cap's force, and but it's his to. best friend. So he had to. Didn't want to become the greatest assassin. Russians made him. Yep. Man, poor Bucky. Bucky just wanted to retire on Staten Island, raise fourteen kids, name them all after presidents, I guess. He Go was. to Coney Island and get a Coney at odds. Throw up on the Ferris wheel. That's the thing to do. <laughs> it's, what you really do na- it's really nasty, actually. Uh, poor Bucky. Bucky yeah. just wanted to live the notebook, and they wouldn't let him. <laughs> so let's, <laughs> let's, talk, let's talk about this fight scene now. Um, it's epic. It's I love how awesome. they shoot this. Where yeah, the, it's freaking awesome. There's so much happening, you never get a chance to really pay attention. And they're cutting yeah. just quick enough I agree with that. that it's like, it's, I got disoriented watching this. Right. Which is, I think, purposeful. Because this is a disorienting fight. Exactly. Because, it's, well, first off, how crazy the beasts are that they're fighting. Right? Yes. <coughs> and and also just the sheer amount of things going on. There's a lot of people fighting. Mm-hmm. A lot of our main characters fighting. Yeah. Um, so I think it's a really brilliant scene in that fact. Um, but then they pull something on we get to this part where we talk about do you have more to talk about that part before you say like what they what I don't even know what you're referencing so go ahead oh yeah well um yeah they lied about the guy being dead the uh, I can't remember yeah they lied about uh whatever his name is being dead yeah by that stupid chick the unimportant child of Groot yeah no, right Thanos. of Groot I am um, Groot this is my son so he's sneaking in to get Vision the fight yeah as they soon as him. Scarlet Witch gets on the battlefield yep which is like Proxima, whatever her name is, 
mm-hmm. is like waiting for Scarlet Witch to get on the field. Yep. And then as soon as she is, she she radios to the guy, go get Vision. Yep. Let's and go then, get the stone. And Vision destroys the guards, you know, almost gets Vision, but Vision... Vision, gets, uh, like, fights him out. Yep. And everyone's like, we need, we need someone on Vision, we need someone on Vision. Yeah. And Banner goes, in the Hulkbuster suit. Yeah. Which is perfect. It's so ironic, it's great. Well, they basically turn Banner into the Hulk. Yeah, just... But let him still be Banner. Absolutely. This is one of my favorite little fights in the movie. When Banner's fighting this giant monster guy, I think of him as a troll because that's yeah. basically what he is. Yeah, yeah. And he tries, excuse me, again to Hulk out. Yeah. And Hulk says no, and he's like, "Oh, screw you! I'll do it myself." Yeah, it was that entire <laughs> scene was great. Um, we have a lot of problems to work out. He says at the end, "Yeah, Hulk, we have a lot of things to talk about." Yeah, that was really good. Um, yeah, man. So that entire scene was awesome. That fight, and they're losing the battle. Mm-hmm. And then the best androids ever comes <laughs> in. I really wish they had done the cool music from Ragnarok. Oh yeah. Yeah, because that was dope. But they did the Avengers theme, which is almost more powerful. It was good. It was good. There was some good stuff. There's... It was. Thor just shows up. Bring me Thanos. Yeah, and then destroys he freaking destroys the all the army. It was great. So, and I, I like the little moment of levity in the fight mm-hmm. when he. Cap says, oh, new haircut? Oh, so you've copied my beard. This is my friend. He's a tree. Yeah, it was still great. It was just such a good, like, so informal. It was great. And I like Rocket and Bucky shooting together. It was awesome. Can I get, how much for the arm? (laughs) It's not for sale. I'll get that arm. Yeah. (laughs) I love it. (laughs) Oh, I put, uh, Cap is like an unstoppable force. Oh, yeah. So he, when when Hulk is pulled away from Vision, Mm -hmm. Cap goes to save Vision. Yep. And he will not let up on the guy. Yeah. So he, um, on Thanos. No, he's fighting uh, whatever his name is. Oh yeah. yeah. The other child of Thanos. Mm -hmm. They never name. I'm gonna Mm -hmm. start calling him Steve. Steve. He. Steve versus Steve. (laughs) He beats Steve's butt. No, Steve is getting the upper hand. No, that's what I meant. Steve Rogers was beating. No, no. Uh, evil Steve. Oh. Space Steve. Sorry, we should. Yeah, because Cap. (laughs) Cap is. Cap it will not let up. Yeah. But he's losing. Yeah. And he keeps telling Vision, get out, get yeah, out, yeah. get out. Yeah. And Vision won't leave. Yeah. And then this this evil dude gets the upper hand and Vision kills him. Yeah. And there's a there's that great little line where Vision says, uh, we don't trade lives. Mm-hmm. And I think almost like Reflecting. how <laughs> almost like how Spider Man helped to repoint Iron Man to like why Iron Man started doing this. For sure. This Vision is a, did that for Captain America. Yeah. Oh my gosh, that's good. Yeah, because this is, and that's where that's what Cap has always been like. Yeah. We don't trade lives. Sure. We don't. But he is so worn out, and this is the moment where he's like, he was willing to die for Vision. Absolutely, that's good. And it, it's that might be the most Captain America he has been since he went in the ice. That's good. Hmm. And he says in Age of Ultron, uh, went in the ice. Someone else came out. I think that when he's willing to die for Vision, he's really a moment of like. It, he's Steve Rogers again. Absolutely, that's good. Man, I like Captain America. That's good. <laughs> All right, what's next? So, <clears throat> uh, Scarlet Witch, Black uh, Black Widow, and Okoya all work together to kill Proxima. Mm-hmm. Which means now, all the children of Thanos are dead. Yes. Which feels like a video game. Absolutely. Like in Mario, you got to defeat all the little Bowsers before yeah. you get to main Bowser. Yeah. And I think this was... That was purposely done. 
to make us think, oh, they could really beat Thanos. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then... Thanos comes in. There's the fight on Titan. Yeah, so this was awesome. This was... Wow. They had... So, um, because of how Doctor Strange looked ahead and saw the one scenario where they made it out. Yeah. Uh, he saw the one th- scenario where they... S- oh, we didn't even talk about that earlier, yeah. Dude, there's so much to talk about. We're going to miss... We were we're going to miss something. We're going to redo this movie we before just, the next one comes out. Dude, we're going to miss something, which isn't what happened. Um, there's one out of 14 million possible futures that they win. Yeah, and they play, They had to play it out to a T. And they were. They were, you know, without... We don't have... We don't need to go into detail about yeah. it. But, like, they they had it. Mm-hmm. They had Thanos. But... Peter Quill. Freaking. You ruined it. Freaking Quill couldn't. He legit. I'm angry at him for this. Um, A lot of people are. He freaking couldn't keep his craft together. It's hard to blame him, though. I mean, yeah. We talk about Thor losing everything. Quill has lost. He's lost basically everything Thor has. Absolutely. He lost his mother. Yep. He had to kill his dad. Yep. And now he's just found out his... Uh, Gamora, person he loves, his best friend, yeah. is also dead. Yes. Oh, and he also lost his other best friend, uh, um, Yondu. Yeah, he's lost everything. Don't get me wrong. Like I'm not saying like, but I am like so like. Yeah. Wait like ten seconds. Like, wait till the gloves off. Yeah. Like, then go ahead and like let Thanos me, beat you up. But like, come on. Yeah. Like don't get me wrong. Like complete. I'm not saying he shouldn't feel that way. Like that's. Yeah. yeah. But wait, like, just a couple seconds, you know? And then we get to see what might be the most intense fight scene in the whole Marvel Cinematic Universe. Yeah. Iron Man versus Thanos. That was amazing. He dropped a planet. If you drop another moon on me, I'm going to lose it. Yeah, if you drop another moon on me, I'm going to lose it. And this is where we see Thanos knows Iron Man. Yeah. I've been he recognizes the voice. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What does he say? You're not the only one gifted with knowledge? Yep. Never explain that. Yeah. But so they have this intense fight. Crazy. Where Iron Man freaking holds his own. I mean, at one point, he's fighting without a mask or gloves. Yeah. He is just, he's doing anything he can to stop yeah. Thanos. He's getting everything. The suit is destroyed after everything. rebuilding itself like twice. Yeah. It's just, absolutely. And Thanos stabs him. Yeah. And then there's that little line of, uh, I hope they remember you. Mm-hmm. And Doctor Strange says he'll give up the Time Stone if Thanos saves Tony. Now you have something to say, it seems. I so have something to say here. <laughs> Go on. Can I? Okay, we're going to skip to the very end when everyone, he's done the finger snap. We know it's coming. Spoiler, blah, blah, blah. Spo- <laughs> oh, we didn't say spoiler at the beginning of this episode. He can- okay. I don't think. Yeah, who cares? <laughs> Sorry, people. Um, I'll title this episode spoiler. <laughs> yeah, right. Okay, he snaps. Kills yeah. out the universe. Doctor Strange says is the only way. Uh, <coughs> what did Tony I was, wrote it down specifically? Tony was the only way. There was no other. Or no way. other way. Okay, he saw fourteen million one hundred something. Fourteen million six hundred five. I just watched this movie four hours Sorry. ago. Yeah, <laughs> he said that. Mm-hmm. Bear with me. I'm really putting money on the one way was him giving up the stone. So. That's what I thought, too. Okay. I think more specifically, 
the one way was Tony Stark had to live. Because he doesn't give up the stone until huh. Stark dies. Until Stark's about to die. Okay. Because Thanos would not, even if he killed Doctor Strange, would not have been able to get the stone. No, Strange is locked in like a pocket dimension. Yeah. But it's not until Stark is going to die that mm. that Strange gives it up. And I think that's the one the one way they can win is if Stark lives. That's a okay, your theory wins. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I have another theory. I wrote, oh wait, no, wait, we talked about that. Never mind. Okay. So now with five infinity stones. Thanos goes to Wakanda. Mm -hmm. This the final standout, mm -hmm. and it's everyone there. Mm -hmm. Cap is there, uh, Rhodes is there, Falcon, Black Widow, Black Panther, Koya, uh, Banner, yep. Scarlet Witch, Rocket, Groot, and Vision. Yep. And Vision says, "It's time, Wanda. Mm -hmm. We don't. There's no other choice here. Got to kill me." And he says, I think this is the saddest line in the movie. You could never hurt me. I feel only you. No, I know. It's this part of like, she's what makes him human. So sad. So sad. And so she's trying to destroy the stone. Mm -hmm. By just injecting it with as much power as she can. And Thanos is easily fighting his way through the rest of the Avengers. Yep. And here's another moment of silence. Yep. Because the only, like, for this whole thing, the only thing you've ever heard is just the, the silent music. Yep. Or the quiet music and yep. Vision and Wanda's lines. Yep. But there's, you know, they're fighting. And Cap has this guttural scream when I he know. catches. That's a cool shot. He so catches Thanos. Once again, Cap gives it 180%. Yes. And freak, even to the point where Thanos was like, okay. Cap has also earned Thanos' respect. Yeah. Honestly, though, because Thanos, like, it takes Thanos back for a second of, like... Thanos can't understand how Cap can do that. Yeah, absolutely. Now, it's also... I think this is a point to, work, to point out. Isn't... No, wait, he's not. I was about to say, isn't Cap slightly powered by the Power Stone, too? But no, he's powered by Gamma no, Radiation. No, yeah, it's all Gamma. Yeah, yeah, Red Skull was made by the Power Stone. Mm -hmm. Yep. Anyways. But yeah, Cap catches the, the, the gauntlet, and he's, like, holding it, and he's guttural scream you don't hear it you do, well you yeah. do hear it very very subtly. vaguely in a great way though silence so here's the theory i want to talk about the theory is thanos was actually killing them all as he went along like he puts hulk in the the rock and then like le like he's like phases him into the rock and lets go of the phase that rock would have crushed him absolutely he hits black panther and cap with all the force he can muster which we know is formidable mm-hmm he crushes Rhodes. He knocks Falcon out of the air. He top, like throws all that stuff on top of Black Widow. This theory is that he actually is killing them as he goes along. Hmm. And then when he reverses time to bring back Vision, mm -hmm. he brings them back to life too. That's remarkable. Which it might also be a little hint toward um, uh, maybe that's how they're going to fix it in the next film. But we'll get to that in a minute. Okay. okay. Wanda while destroying one Infinity Stone, mm -hmm. holds back Thanos and the force of five Infinity Stones. Yeah. What is she? <laughs> she's strong, is what she is. She she, She's like fighting six Infinity Stones at once. Yeah. And winning. 
Yeah, absolutely. She's very powerful. And she, she does it. She destroys Vision. She's bawling. She's not bawling. She's crying. And Thanos does his whole little... Another humanizing moment where he says, uh, I've lost more today than you could know. Mm-hmm. And like he's trying to comfort I know, Scarlet it's Witch. It's very real. But like he he like gently rubs her head. Yeah, I know. It's and very nice. Reverses time. Yeah. Just... Then, oh, then... here's a fun line. Now is no time for tears. Now is no time at all. And reverses time. Yeah. And that's when he tries to kill Wanda. Yep. And he gets the stone. I think it's interesting that Vision turns gray. When the stone gets pulled from his head. Gee, why? I don't know why I think that's interesting. Okay, it's just interesting. <laughs> I think it's just an interesting choice. Okay. It also maybe, again, points out the fact that Loki did not turn blue. Okay. I th- well, I just think it also looks cool that he turns It does look cool, yeah. I again, it's it. almost like a video game where someone... <laughs> like the thing you're trying to you get is a different really color. You are a really bad person. <laughs> okay, keep going, keep going. Thanos has all six stones. Yeah, and then, um, and then Thor. Thor flies through the air, gets him in the chest with his, his new Stormbreaker. Yeah. And, and Thanos is like... Well, Thor, Thor like comes up. He's pushing the, uh, yeah. the, the axe further and further into Thanos' chest. Yeah. I told you, you'd die for that. And Thanos is almost dead. Absolutely. And he says, you should have aimed for the, for the head. Yeah. And he does the snap. Yep. And again, this is a moment of... He, as soon as he snaps, the film goes silent. I love this. Yeah. It goes pure white. He's laying in the water. And he sees baby Gamora. Yep. And again, this is, I think this was since confirmed that this does happen on the soul stone, the soul world. Absolutely. And this is a really interesting, I wrote this down, because it's a really interesting moment of dialogue here, where baby Gamora asks, did you do it? Yeah. And he says, yes. And she like, she looks sad. Yeah. Which is why I think it's really Gamora. Absolutely. And she says, what did it cost? And he, he sounds exhausted. And he says, everything. Yeah. And then you jump right back to the real world. The, gaunt, the gauntlet's smoking. Yeah, it's like destroyed. Yeah. And Thor, what did you do? What did you do? And then people, he's out of there. And people start disappearing. I love how that plays with silence, though, too. And how they, the, they also... I watched this little thing with uh, Kevin Feige did and the Russo brothers did where they talked about that scene. And they talked about how they purposely frame a lot of those shots so when someone disappears, it's the person who would miss them the most that watches it. Mm. So, like, you get it when... when Because oh. Bucky's the first one to disappear. Yeah, Cap. And, and you see it from Cap's point of view. The general and, and T'Challa. Yeah, and when uh, Groot dies, Rocket, you see it from Rocket's yeah. point of view. Oh, that's brilliant. Yeah, it's when um, when Spider Man goes Star. Oh, can we talk about that line? How <laughs> sad that was. Okay, so they have said that Mantis and Spider Man, mm-hmm. because of their powers of spider sense, whatnot, they're the ones who could feel it happening. Mm-hmm. Spider Man specifically felt the pain because he could feel it coming, and he has this little "I don't feel good, Mister Stark." Tom Holland is going to make me cry. I know. I was... did cry in theaters. Okay. And so it's sad. not fair that they it's use... so sad. I don't want to go. I know. It's not fair to any Doctor Who fan. I know. I don't want to go. Gosh darn it. And then he's, he, like, he says, I'm sorry. Yeah. And I, I actually saw a theory, a theory on this. I saw this on Twitter. Because in Homecoming, 
uh, Iron Man says, if you die, I feel like that's on me. Mm, so he's saying sorry for that. Yeah. And everyone is just distraught. Iron Man has nothing to say. Yeah. Which when Tony Stark has nothing to say, it's bad. Absolutely. And I love Cap's line. He's just standing, sitting there in the ashes of Bucky, and he just yeah. goes, oh, God. Yeah. And then... <laughs> I know. My heart. I know. And then we cut... To Thanos. And he's smiling. Smiling. And he looks... His face looks like when you get off a long day at work. Yeah. And that's it. Which is not fair. Which is kind of cool that they close the movie in silence. Yeah, they open and close it in perfect silence. Which is awesome. Yeah, I think it's... it's Brilliant. It, it toys with you emotionally, too. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. It leaves you distraught. Yeah. And then there's the, uh, the Captain Marvel, the end credits, mm-hmm. where we see Nick Fury, which, again, this film should just be titled Nick Fury was right all along. Yeah, he totally was. <laughs> but he calls... Captain Marvel. Uh, I guess he's going to be a big character in the Captain Marvel movie. Love it. Yeah. I'm a young Nick Fury. Dude. That's the movie. That is Avengers Infinity War. That's it, man. So, closing thoughts were, it was an awesome movie. It was an awesome movie. Closing thoughts. Thought it was good. I'm getting on my screen now, so you you wrap this up in a bow. So, I think, overall... If there is a word I would use to describe this movie, it's big. For sure. This is a big movie. And this is not just because it's 18 other movies all working towards it. Yep. But you can feel in every shot of this film, this is a huge universe. that They have spent Absolutely. a lot of time yep. meticulously planning out. Yep. And the Russo brothers know what they're doing. Oh, absolutely. It's a culmination of it. Every, like, I feel like every scene, I felt exactly what they wanted me to yeah. feel. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. Do you have any other closing thoughts before we go to our rating? Just that I'm stunned by the detail in the film. Yeah. It's really well done. They took a long time. They, they did a brilliant job. And all the acting is phenomenal. Top of the line. Absolutely. So, rating. Yeah. So, for those of you who haven't listened to our first episode. Proprietary. <laughs> Proprietary. We have a rating system that we have built. And copyrighted. And copyrighted. We copyrighted, we trademarked it, we sent all it off that. to Russian lawyers so they could yeah, get all. All right, you try to use this, there will be a fish head appearing on your doorstep the next day, and you'll know what that means. <laughs> absolutely. I can't do your Russian accent. No, absolutely. 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 Okay. Uh, this, this rating system is built off how much time, money, and effort you'd be willing to put in to see a film. Top score is go see it in theater. Then there's buy it, rent it, borrow it, skip it. So, Luke. What would you rate this film? Buy it. Is it buy it? Oh, yeah. Top tier. Oh. <laughs> Top tiers, go see it. You know, I mess up Ryan's system. <laughs> Luke's new. <laughs> this is not the same Luke from last episode. <laughs> it's my third time doing this. What was I thinking? You even just explained it. <laughs> see it in theaters. Go see it in theaters. Absolutely. I agree. I think it's a go see it in theaters. If only because... Then buy it. Go see it and then buy it. Yeah, yeah so This is our A plus of the scale. <laughs> You go see it and then buy it. The perfect thing. They should do for the next one. They should release it, and then as soon as you walk out in the lobby, you can buy it on DVD to go watch it. At home I would again. totally do that. They I would have totally done that. I, there was no question I would have done that. I would have been mad for me <laughs> doing that, but I would have totally done it. Oh, I think when the next film comes out, they should totally do where you can watch both of them back to back. Oh, we're doing I that. would do that. We're doing it. 
we're doing that. My daughter will be one, and we'll find a babysitter. Yeah, absolutely. Um, absolutely. Yeah, I agree. This is definitely a go buy it. Uh, go see it. Go see it, but then go buy it. Go see it, and then go buy it. Absolutely. Um, pre-order it. Is <laughs> yeah, I guess that's the thing. Um, yeah, because, yeah, such a good movie. So, with that being said. Yeah, Luke, what's the next flick we're going to watch? I'm pumped for this one. Okay. We're going to watch Unbreakable. Unbreakable, the one with uh, uh, Bruce Willis and Samuel Jackson? Okay. We're going to keep a little bit with the superhero theme here. Yeah. In a very different way. So I've not seen this film. Perfect. I I know a little about it. Okay. I know why it's called Unbreakable. I'll just say that. Yeah. This is a Shyamalan, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Okay. Is it back when he was still good? Dude, this is a great one. Okay. So this one, it also, this one is the precursor to Split. Oh, it is. I forgot about that. And then culminating to Glass coming out here oh i see what you've done when does glass come out uh like this year i think not like not 2018 or something but like really soon okay, within we, like we the next that when it comes out theaters absolutely yeah all right well then thank thanks you. for tuning in yeah to this episode of next flicks <laughs> i love the name it's so funny peace <laughs> see ya see ya